Thank you for tuning in again today to Woody Gaming. My name is Chris, and today we are going to discuss Cyberpunk 27.7's release by CDPR. Uh, we, there's no lie, or there's no way to sugarcoat it. That launch was marred in bugs and glitches, overall performance issues on past-gen consoles, even on the PS5 and Xbox One, even their crashes. Um, CDPR offered a public apology. They offered refunds if you wanted your money back, and they even held an emergency board meeting to answer questions to their shareholders surrounding the launch. And we had promises the patches to come. Those are supposed to come in the next two months, the last of which, well, last of the bulky patches to address all of these issues on the PS4 and Xbox One based consoles is to launch in February. The reputation of Cyber CDPR has taken a hit as a result of this game. They they hid gameplay on last gen. They only showed us uh, curated gameplay on a high-end PC. Reviewers were only sent copies of the PC codes to test it out. And the gameplay they used was that the CDPR provided. They were not permitted to use their own. And as of the end of the week, I mean, CDPR's parent company, uh, their shares had dropped sub $20 and they were up to 30 before all this began if that gives you any idea of what's going on there but I mean when we look at the issue we knew we were going to have to expect a hefty day one patch here and and I can't help to think optimistically that CDPR thought this would take care of the bulk of the issues of the bugs and the glitches that were happening and they openly admitted they did not focus on the performance on the PS4 and Xbox One they state they optimized for the the experience for the PC, PS5, and Xbox One, which is kind of crap because this game was supposed to launch on the PS4 and Xbox One alongside the PC, mind you, so those versions would have been vastly different. The PC version was supposed to launch with it back in March or April, I think. This is the second delay we've had, and they, I can I could see why. Um, not, let's see here. I mean, uh, there's not even an Xbox One. 1X or a PS5 version of this game you're using the PS4 and the Xbox One version to play it there's not even going to be a patch for that version until next year sometimes De further delay may have been what was needed to fix many of the issues and that the rather hefty patch seemed to have not missed I mean I've patched the game four or five times now on the PS4 Pro and the patch side has got to be up to 100 gigs at this point if not greater than that I played only a hand, like an hour of the game so far, and I, I did encounter a couple of glitches. I just want to see what it was all about. I'm not intending to take a deep dive into it until we get these issues resolved in the next coming months because I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to get infuriated and ruin the game for myself. And, I mean, I mean the game seems to play well enough on the PS5 and Xbox One, so if you have one of those versions, you might be okay. Even they have the occasional crash just drop completely, frame rate dips there. And I know see, see what CDPR did here was really scummy and had EA pulled this, uh, they have been much hotter water due to their past indiscretions. I mean, looking at loot boxes in particular and just, oh God, let's not even touch Star Wars Battlefront 2 and how that launched. That was pay to win there all day. And up until this point, CDPR has had a stellar track record of offering consumers great value with the games that they launch. I mean, with The Witcher, I mean, they had like a season pass that was $30 and the DLC was 
quite substantial with that. So you got your money's worth, even if you bought the base game. They included all like little goodies in there, and they did so with Cyberpunk as well. It's little postcards and stuff in there. That, that stuff's neat. Give you more than just your box with the uh, data disc and disc to play on. And it'd be easy to jump on the bandwagon and bash CDPR what they've done, but instead I'm going to hold off on even playing the game extensively. That way I'm able to play the experience the way it was intended to be. Do not roll, ruin the whole game or situation for myself. And that is just me, though. I try to see the silver line, and the silver line in here is that in a month or so, this game will be much closer to what the devs intended, and I can't help but think this is going to be, when it's all said and done, this is going to be a great game. It not be, might not be Game of the Year candidate due to everything that's happened with it, but it's going to be a great game. And I can completely understand if you're upset about this re- release and you feel like you're lied to or deceived. You, you definitely were. The truth was not presented to you in an accurate manner at all, and you have the right to be mad. I can't argue with you there. I'm just trying to take this in stride. There are tons of games that release with bugs, glitches, and performance issues that have to be patched post-launch. Most are nowhere near the level of scope that Cyberpunk is, or broke as it is. Uh, The only thing I could think of that is up there in size with it that really didn't have that many issues, I would say, that I didn't experience at least, was Red Dead Redemption 2 which had the luxury of being produced outside, or released outside of 2020, I should say. I mean, I bought No Man's Sky comes to mind as well. I bought that, and that was a disastrous launch with that. Sean Murray promised us everything was in the game. You named it. He said it was in there. <laughs> I don't know why. Don't ask me. That guy should have never been allowed to be interviewed, but he's, he's quite a brilliant guy. I mean, the game was pretty good, and once they patched it and everything, they spent years patching that game, and it is... A great game now. It has everything they promised us, even co-op. So, I mean, I look at that, and that gives me hope for Cyberpunk there. And I personally only have a PS4 and cannot play the game it was intended to without being hindered by the technical issues at this time, so I'll be holding off on these pat until the patches to play the game. And, like I said, I played the first hour, and I did have some pop-ins on uh, a couple of the scripted areas where things are supposed to be taking place, and... And that did kind of break the immersion for me, but it was cool to see what the game was all about. I just wanted to check it out before I put this out there. And I bought the game with two other people at retail cheaper than actually MSRP was. So I, I used Target.com, and we all got the game for 43 bucks. After it was all said and done, because it was also buy two, get one, pre-order. And, I mean... I paid the equivalent price for No Man's Sky, and I relieved, received that game broken as can be. And I enjoyed it somewhat, and I've gone back to it ever since I played it, so I got my money's worth out of the $60 release. So I'm taking this as the equivalent of just pre-ordering something here, and I'm not going to get it for a month or so in the future, but at least I did not pay full value for it. Uh, or it could simply be due to the huge backlog games that I know that I have to get through to play, and I'm trying to play through Sekiro now. Either way, thank you for taking the time to tune in. As always, rate the podcast, leave us a like, subscribe, and we'll see you in the next one.